Living It Like It Is program. I'm Apostle Baker J. Baker, who is a doctor in psychology. I want to welcome you to this program. My guest would have been Apostle Eddie, but he had something else to do. And I released him from this week and next week and whatever it is that it takes. But at any rate, he he's out on my approval. So I'm going to talk to you today. Uh, some people have asked why the name of this program is still telling it like it is. I have two other broadcasts. On Monday, it's called Tell It Like It Is the Kingdom Way. And so who I have on that program is someone that is talking about the kingdom way. Like right now, uh, I had 10 weeks, I think it is, of Apostle Calvin Cook, and we'll go on until uh, we need to finish. You know, he asked when I give him his contract or when I release him, as when he's released, it's when God releases us from that message. Okay, on Tuesday's program, it's really telling it like it is. And right now I have Apostle Michael Fram with me. And uh, he's going through a number of different things about discipleship and all of these things. And it's really telling it like it is, not telling it how people like to feel or people like to think. And on this program, it's still telling it like it is. So in order for you to understand, uh, someone asked me if I would go back to the beginning. In the very beginning of this, what happened was this. In 1983, uh, my king, my God, and my father put inside of me, uh, made me aware of the fact that I was going to uh, do uh, something in the kingdom of God that had to do with tithes, offering, alms, and first fruits. I did not understand first fruits at that time. First scripture he gave me was Matthew 6, 33. Okay, in that he said, seek first, seek ye first. You seek, Baker, you seek first the kingdom of God and the king's way of doing and being. And so I studied that scripture. I went through these things. I went through a number of different things. And I was determined to understand what that, what that was about. On through the years, he gave me a name of a ministry called More Than Enough Ministries. And I think I went briefly on uh, Michael, uh, Apostle Michael's program, on his Thursday night program. I went through briefly what the... Um, what, what the uh, acrostic of more than enough ministries really was. And I believe that in all of this, I've had much, 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 and I've lost. I've had much, 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 and I've lost. And then I had much, 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 much and then I lost. And this time, God is bringing it to a place where we're not going to even talk about the much of, of how much it is but I will never lose again. Why is that? Because during all of these losses, all of these seemingly losses, some of the things that he built on the inside of me and taught me about was very, very important. First thing he was teaching me about was my relationship with myself. I had a relationship with God and I'm assuming, and I'm not assuming, but I, I, I take it for granted, or if not, then uh, if you don't have a relationship with God, and if you're not born from above, if you're not a kingdom citizen, you can call the number on the screen. You can get in touch with our ministry at mteminc.org and call on that number and someone will help you through it. Actually, the information is on the screen right now. 
So, um, what? Uh, uh, so I'm going to assume that you have a relationship with God, and that your relationship is good, or that you hear from Him, and all that. So now I am going to talk about relationships with yourself, with others, and with money. And the reason for this is my my uh, my purpose, my uh, uh, what God gave me was to teach on to teach this to teach uh, the prosperity side of things, the richest side of things. And then as people go through these stages, then you will get into the wealth. And when you understand the wealth, that the wealth is a corporate thing and it doesn't belong to us. It's for one purpose. It is for God to establish his covenant, his word in the earth. So number one, the name that the uh, acrostic for the word more is uh, M M O R E, and he's saying that my my obedience, I get the privilege of obeying God in order for Him to be able to do what He wants to do in and through me, for the uh, so that the earth would be rewarded eternally, now and eternally. Remember, he said to his disciples, he says, you who have given up, up much will gain much in this world and in the world to come. So this is really what we're talking about. So understand my obedience, my obedience, your obedience, your choice to obey. I get the privilege. I want to t uh, briefly talk about this thing, obedience. You see, it is an honor. It is a privilege to obey God. It is a honor and it is a privilege to be submitted to God, to submit my ways, my thoughts, my life, the way that I want to do things, to submit it unto him, to come under his his word and what it is that he desires for me to do and how he desires me to manifest things in the earth. The other part of it is, is that if I don't, you, I, if we don't understand the spirit of the fear of the Lord, then what we're doing, we're going to walk in disobedience. We're going to walk. We're going to flip flop. We're not going to know what it is that we do. What we're going to do is to get a whole lot of information. And that information that we get is not going to be conducive to the kingdom of God manifesting the way that the kingdom of God manifests. I just was talking to Apostle Marshall uh, McGee this morning, and he said something as we were kind of talking about the same subject. Um, <clears throat> uh, he was saying how it was that Adam, the first man, Adam, how he had access to everything in the earth, all the wealth, all the gold, all the silver, all the fish, all the cattle, all everything, everything he had access to. And this is the way the kingdom of God works. This is what God is saying. He says in Psalms 24, 1, the earth is the Lord. He says that's also in 1 Corinthians, I think it is, 5, 17, or uh, whatever it is. And I mean, 10, uh, 10 6, and 10, 8. Um, he says that also in, in, in there. You look it up for yourself. I don't want to put it on the screen for you. You look it up for yourself. It's time that people start looking up scriptures and things. When you hear things that ting to you, you start to look them up. 
so that uh, you are going through your own Bible or your own smartphone or whatever it is, finding some of these things to, for yourself, being like the Bereans, you study. Uh, the word of God says, study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman. You're working for this. I had to work for this to get these scriptures on the inside of me. They didn't just come automatically. So I want you to be able to do the same thing. Okay. As a doctor in psychology, one of the things I understand, I am an apostle and that came from heaven. I am a doctor in psychology here in the earth. So what heaven wants done in the earth through me, through this, through this uh, position that he has given me, then I must obey heaven. I must obey the apostleship that is over me, who is Jesus, I must obey that and break through into the areas that are necessary to be brought broken into. Why is my subject relationship with self, others, and money? Because number one, the kind of relationship that you have with yourself is the same kind of relationship that you're going to have with others and the very same relationship that you're going to have with money. So during all of these times of, of ups and downs, as Paul said, I've learned to be abound. I mean, I've lived in the abounding and I have learned to live in the abase. I'm glad I don't have to live in the abase anymore because this is the time that he wants me to do what he wants done. And I must be in the abounding state in order to do it, to help to pull the body, to pull those that are in the kingdom that he's assigned with me in order for us to go through this. I have a very simple mind. God says this, the word of God says this. I don't have to find, I have, I have childlike faith. I have childlike uh, belief and I walk as that. And I walk with the joy of the Lord. In fact, they call me the laughing doctor. My, pa my clients, uh, patients do. But because I enjoy the laughter, I mean, it's almost like I got a secret. And as I'm, I'm doing this, different things happen. Uh, pro, uh, Prophet Emmanuel Canastrasi many years ago prophesied over me. And he says, people were going to wonder what makes this woman so excited? What makes her so happy? What makes all of these things? And how people were going to get delivered through the laughter, through the love, through all of these different things. I do this because of the love of God poured out in me. The name of our congregational uh, ministry, or what you call church, whatever, uh, is astounding love. And uh, you have to have the astounding love of God. You have to have this kind of love in order to obey, to in order to see obedience as a privilege, as an honor, and not as a duty. There isn't anything that I'm doing that's as a duty. I do this because his love, the father's love, as I walk as father, as a father in the earth and release the things on those that he has given me. And it is, it's not, has nothing to do with gender as apostle Calvin talked about the other day. It has to do with the father's heart. If I'm carrying the father's heart, then I'm releasing the father's love to those who are around me, to those who are on this program, to those who are listening, to those who he has uh, uh, allowed me to be able to speak into their lives. So in this journey, in this journey, 
I, I really started to learn about the kingdom of God. In the very beginning, when I first gave him my life and started to look at these things, I, I could not see uh, uh, Christianity. I could not see uh, the religious part of things because I did not see any biblical thing that talked about that. He talked about the kingdom of God. And so uh, even in the book of Deuteronomy, when he says, I, after you've gotten all of these things, that's walking through prosperity. And after all of these riches, that's going into riches. After you've done all of these things, he says, then I give you the authority. I give you the permission. I give you the trust. I give you the honor of getting and, and, and distributing my wealth <clears throat> so that I can have my covenant, the words that I have spoken, established in the earth. I have said it before and I will say it again. The wealth of the kingdom is not for my use. The wealth of the kingdom is not for your use because God has already taken you through prosperity. He's already poured out riches. Uh, uh, you know, riches and honor will follow you. Riches and, and, and all of those different things will, will uh, he says, riches will follow you all the days of your life. All of these things. So you have need of nothing. He says, I have already supplied everything that you would ever have need for. So now, now, just as he did with Solomon, look at what look at that. We talk about Solomon and his riches. We talk about Solomon as well. All of that was great. But what God desires to do through his corporate body, through whoever it will that will come together, is to release his corporate wealth so that we can do the corporate work so that they can see the love that we have one for another in doing the will of the king, in doing the will of the father, in doing the will of our God, because we do nothing, nothing, unless we have seen this is what it is that he wants done. And we do it because we understand his covenant. We don't, it's not a thing that that we're caring about what we feel, what we think, and how it is that we want to operate. This is what, these are some of the things that I have uh, uh, gone through and learned over all of these years. So this is not like something I'm just coming up with. This is has been a tedious job. This has been something that I have spent hours and, and days and tears and 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 paid price and paid a, a, a definite price for this. Uh, been ridiculed and went through all of that, but it has been a joy. One of the things of it is is that I've never, never, ever been angry at people because they didn't see things the way that I see them. So, in this relationship to self, I want to talk about emotions. Remember, how you treat yourself, how you treat others is the same way that you will treat money. How you see yourself, how you see others is the same way that you're going to see money. So here's something I'm going to go through here. Um, <clears throat> um, your emotions have a tremendous power to affect your life. Our emotions, how we feel about things, has, a, has, has an overwhelming 
uh, uh, power. It has an authority. It has a, 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 a place of impact in how it affects our lives. Positive emotions can enhance our lives and make us healthier. These positive emotions, no matter what it is we've gone through. Here's one of the things that happened. I've gone through a lot of things in my life. I've gone through a lot of things since I became a citizen of the kingdom of God. But through all of that, I knew, I knew, I, 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 I just knew it uh, um, uh, from the inside out that this was something that had to be worked out. The tears that I cried, the things that all of this was just... God, just let me know that I'm doing what you want me to do. Let me know that I'm going through this as a part of your plan. That was my cry. It wasn't like, I mean, uh, when I first when I first started these things, it was like, get me out of this mess. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like these things. I don't like what I'm feeling. But that soon left. Why was that? Because I knew that in his word, he says, whatever it is that I go through, Whatever it is that he would never leave me, he would never forsake me, that as I go through these many different trials, it was trying to prove to me that I believed God, that I knew that I was one with him, that he, I was in him, he was in me. And that he and I were one. It's not that I had to go and sit on his lap, sit on the lap of Jesus. No, I am in him and he is in me. And this is so important. This is important in your emotional life. This is important in your life and how it is that you interact and treat others. Because it let me know in the very early age in God, that is, he let me know you do not belong to yourself. What you think has no effect. He let me know that my thoughts were worth as much to him as one of those things that when we go to the bathroom, I was a nurse before I was a doctor. It means the thing it meant as much as a, a, a bowel movement in the toilet. You flush it. You do not play around with it. You don't go around and, and do all of those things. And I'm not talking about what you might have to send to a doctor uh, to, to have your, your, your stool uh, 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 looked at or tested for, you know, for, for physical reasons. I'm talking about the average situation. My thoughts meant best that much if they're not lined up with his. And so yours do too. But when I really realized that, when I let myself know that, my emotions started to change. It let me know that my emotions was something that I could do something about. Negative emotions can make us sick. It can make you ill. It can do all kinds of things to you. It can have you so that you're not able to interact. It can have you so that depression comes, that all of these different things happen in your life, that you're not able to perform tasks, that you, you go into a dark room, that you start thinking 
all of these negative things about yourself and then about others. You start to look and you start to see others and you start to think they're judging you. You start to think that they're judging you negatively. If someone looks at you, why are you doing that? All of these different things. This is uh, emotions. Can, uh, emotions can do anything. They can even kill you. It's a known fact that <clears throat> negative thinking, negative emotions, getting emotional about things that you can do absolutely nothing about except trust God. This is the reason that he says, trust in me, trust the Lord, your God. If he is your God, then you realize that I can trust him. You see, he is my owner. I trust the Proverbs 3. I trust the Lord, my God, because it is uh, uh, and with all of my heart, with every bit of my heart that I can, with the mind of my heart, with the emotions of my heart, with the different ways of my heart. I trust in him with all of my being. And it's a fight. It is a fight every time. Uh, uh, every, every time I get into a situation and here it is, I don't hear anything. I don't know what to do or whatever. Then what do I have to do? I get in that place where I said, I trust you. I don't know what's going on. And even if I did, what could I do? What could I do about it? And this is why this in Proverbs, it says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and don't even pay any attention uh, of your own understanding of it. If you and I do not get the understanding of God, we are going to mistreat ourselves. And then we're going to mistreat others. And then money is going to be like a bird just flying away from us, which is going to put more emotional pressure, which is going to put strains between you, your children, your husband, your wife, your your bills, your business, it's going to put you in a state where your body starts to react in ways that you don't even know. You're going to run to the doctor every time you turn around. You're going to be, you're going to have this test done, this test done, this test done, this test done. And they say nothing is wrong. We can't find anything. And it's because you have not brought into alignment. You have not brought into alignment your emotions. I hope that this is uh uh, helping somebody out there. I don't even know if people are out there. If you're out there listening to it, let me know, please. Okay. Uh, when uh, uh, These are familiar yet mystery forces within us that are called emotions. You know, looking at it from a psychological uh, uh, perspective, an emotional uh, uh, emotion is a feeling that tends to produce an impulse towards a certain kind of behavior. How is it that you act? How is it that you see things? How is it that you will view this situation or that situation? How you view things will make a difference on how your heart beats will make a difference on how uh, you see things, will make a difference on who it is that you're looking at and how it is that you're looking at them. It will make a difference. It'll make a difference on how you see yourself and on how you uh, think about yourself and on what value or, uh, or lack of value that you put on yourself. You see, when you allow your emotions to run your life, what you're doing is you're putting yourself in a desperate situation 
you're putting yourself in a situation that could kill you. <laughs> okay, many people go into the hospital. There's a lot of people that went into the hospital that go into the hospital for uh, uh, the COVID thing, go in the hospital for a, a surgery, go in the hospital or, or whatever it is, or they're stuck in the house, whatever it is. And here it is, their emotions start to take over. Well, number one is this, the Bible tells us this, and this is some of the things I had to do before I could start to even think about prosperity. I had to go through these things before riches would even think about looking at me. So these are things that are going to be necessary for the wealth of the kingdom to be put into our hands so that we can do what it is that we need to do, okay? Here it is. Uh, uh, there, there, these are feelings, our emotions are feelings that tends to produce an impulse towards a certain type of behavior. When your emotions are out of alignment, what do you do? You treat yourself bad and then you treat others bad. Sometimes what happens is people start to eat emotionally and you overeat and you eat things that you don't even have a taste for. You start to eat this or, or you start to eat all of these different things. Other times people drink. Other times people use drugs. Other times people get angry. They go and they get into fights. They do all of these different things. And what happens is this. It is of a destructive. I'm just checking out my time. It is of a destructive nature. This is just the background for us to be able to get into these other things. Because this will be a two-part series or a three or four-part series. I don't know. Um, uh, therapists. Uh, call emo this emotional aspect of this experience an affect or a feeling. You know, your affect is flat. Your affect is normal. Your affect is this. That's saying, what is it that you're releasing as far as your feelings go? It's your emotional makeup. Because as we get into this, we're going to talk about the temperament, which is which is how it is that you're able to bring these things in control so that you have the right relationship with yourself, the right relationship with others, and the right relationship with money. Okay, really quick, let me go through this. You know those, th those things, the one that he gave five talents to or five thousand uh, dollars to, the one he gave two or three, and then the one that he gave with one. Their ability to handle the pressure of someone giving them this and going out and doing business was very different from the one that buried it. And this is one of the things people say, well, I know how I, I stuff things. I stuff things. No, what you're doing is that you're treating yourself bad because you're not allowing yourself to challenge your emotions. Okay. Emotions are commonly, uh, you know, we always think about them as positive or negative. Uh, and when we think about positive emotions, we think about things that makes us feel good. We think about things that seem to be uh, uh, walking in that healthy behavior. This is healthy for me. This is good for me. This allows me to be able to interact with people in a certain way. Uh, it, 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 it says it, it, you, you can experience those by just being elated, uh, happiness, excitement, ah, surprise and enthusiasm and all, all of these different wonders, you know, all of this stuff, negative emotions are unpleasant. Their feelings, uh, unpleasant feelings or feelings which tend to produce unhealthy behavior. They include anger, worry, fear, disgust. You disgust me, you know, and people do that to themselves. They say those things to themselves, loneliness and depression. And so 
as we, you're thinking, as you're thinking, your feelings will follow your thinking. And the Bible says to take every thought captive, take every thought and judge it. Every thought into obedience, into the realm of this is not the way God thinks about me. This is not the way I think about myself. This is not my thought. This is not where I am. I refuse this. And those are the things that you're going to have to fight uh, fight if you want to walk in kingdom wealth and in kingdom, in the kingdom of God. Well, I'm not talking about Christian wealth, Christian understanding. I'm not talking about worldly stuff. I'm talking about where God has it, where he is the one that you're obedient to him. All of these things that I talked about it ties down, ties up to obedience, the privilege of being obedient to God, walking in the spirit of the fear of the Lord and uh, walking in the joy of the Lord, walking in a happy place because you've chosen happy rather than sad. My time is about, actually it's up. And I'm going to pray quickly for you. I release in the name of Jesus, for you to be able to walk in this abundance towards yourself, to treat yourself like God wants to treat you. I bless you in the name of Jesus. If you want to give into this ministry, the information is on the screen, and I will see you next week when I'm here still telling it like it is. This is Apostle Baker saying so long.